Manager for CIUT-FM. Great news about the Sound of Your City fundraising campaign. Because of your kind financial donations, we now sit at 94% of our goal or needing only $6,000 more to reach our mark by December the 31st. If you have not donated yet, please make a tax-deductible financial donation today by simply going to www.ciut.fm. Your donation will help us hit our goal. A lot of people ask about the coffin in our bookshop. How we got it, that's a long story. But yes, it really is a coffin, and yes, it really was used just once. Now, it's full of vampire books, horror novels, and ghost stories. Some people think it's cool, others think it's creepy, but we like it, and the guy who used to be in there hasn't complained. Sellers and Newell Secondhand Books, 672 College, and at sellersandnewell.com. Great books and a used coffin. From the backyard hobbyist to the all-out welding and machine shop, Metal Supermarkets has what you want, how you want it, when you want it. All cut to size and delivered with no minimum order size. Metal Supermarkets has you covered. No matter what the project, with over 8,000 products, Metal Supermarkets is your convenience store for metal. Open Saturdays now through August and closed on long weekends. Metal Supermarkets, 16 Truman Road, Barry. Online at MetalSupermarkets.com. From the roots up, CIUT 89.5 FM. Toronto. for New Year's Eve. 
take turns with the washing and take turns with the drying three generations in the kitchen all at once soak the tough ones till tomorrow save the suet for the winter sparrows three generations merry christmas all at once and put away the turkey to make sandwiches tomorrow and the bones to make the soup for the winter but not the wishbone we'll just put it on the counter to let it dry out this week in time to make a wish for new year's eve and put away the fancy dishes just to take them out next christmas Three generations are only together for so long Telling stories of the good times The bad times and the war times Three generations are only together for so long Oxley Workman, and a wonderful, wonderful song that I just discovered. Uh, a friend told me about this, and I'm just kind of very enamored with it, called Three Generations. But it comes from a Christmas album that he did in 2001, quite a while ago. But it still holds true, doesn't it? Three Generations celebrating Christmas Day. I don't know if you've had that experience. Uh, many people haven't, but uh, I have. It's uh, fleeting, and it doesn't happen very often in my family, but... Uh, it's it's wonderful. Everybody having a shared experience. Everybody watching. It's a wonderful life. At least, at least two people are crying on Christmas Day, at any point. At any point, after dinner, Dad's kind of you know got his belt buckle undone, and he's just he's gone. Snore's gone. He don't do dishes. This is of course CIUT eighty nine point five FM. The Sound of Your City, the Bill King Show, uh, probably off to a Christmas party. They're in high spirits, and I think they can maintain that. 
And Dave Arama's Lovecast at 4 o'clock, of course, is just bursting with Christmas cheer, I would imagine. We'll see. I wouldn't be at all surprised. So uh, we're going to sort of dabble with some Christmas music and maybe not all Christmas music here uh, this afternoon at the inn. I've closed the inn down. I've just I've decided I don't want guests around. I'm sliding into my curmudgeon, curmudgeon mode. And I'm just sitting here by the fire. Got my feet up. I've got some Macintosh heavy-duty socks on and a nice little ottoman to put my, my weary, weary feet upon. And just enjoying the fire. It's such a dreary, dreary day out there in most of southern Ontario, from what I understand. Some places it's just raining like, oh, the Dickens. To keep in that Christmas vein. So, why don't we just uh, kind of listen to some music. If anything you wish to hear, 416-946-7000. Of course, it has to be Christmassy. And as we strive our best to uh, to do here, not to make it Shoppers Drug Mart Christmas music, okay? That's kind of the criteria. Uh, I've been doing a lot of, in, in, the, in the spirit of transparency, I've been doing a lot of fill-ins this week and last week. and But this week in particular, playing Christmas music all over the place. So if uh, I've lost track of you know what I've played, what I haven't played, I'm a big, big Christmas music fan. And... Uh, Sorry, I think that's why I get so offended at, at this sort of horrible, horrible Christmas music that you hear everywhere, and you're just kind of bombarded with this uh, stuff. Just, just rancid. And I really feel sor- sorry for service workers who uh, who have been listening to this stuff since October. As soon as Halloween was over, snap, we've got "Let It Snow" by the whoever's. Anyways. I'm getting off my high horse because I'm getting a little dizzy up here, frankly. So why don't we listen to some Christmas music? Why don't we listen to some songs that, as I said, when I played, I think I played one of these last week, a couple of these last week, uh, are kind of sad because Christmas can be a sad time for some people. You know, particularly if you're lonely or uh, estranged from, from family and you're inundated with images of people opening presents underneath the tree and everybody loves each other and everything, you know, sharing Bailey's Irish cream eggnog and it's a wonderful time and everybody's just so joyful and you're not. So it must be very, very hard. Well, it is very, very hard for many, many people. So we should bear that in mind. Let's, let's kind of tone it down Maybe suiting the weather today, the weather karma that this show seems to have, and listen to some kind of saddish songs. Saddish, is that a word? Look it look it up. Google it for me. Talk to my secretary. This is Nat King Cole and a classic standard sad Christmas song. boy that Santa Claus forgot and goodness knows he didn't want a lot he sent a note to Santa for some soldiers and a drum 
It broke his little heart When he found Santa hadn't come In the street he envies all those lucky boys Then wanders home to last year's broken toys I'm so sorry for that laddie He hasn't got a daddy The little boy that Santa Claus forgot You know, Christmas comes but once a year for every girl and boy. The laughter and the joy they find in each brand new toy. I'll tell you of a little boy who lives across the way. This little fellow's Christmas is just another day. He's the little boy that Santa Claus forgot. And goodness knows he didn't want a lot. In the street... He envies all those lucky boys Then wanders home to last year's broken toys I'm so sorry for that laddie He hasn't got a daddy The little boy That Santa Claus A wonderful 
Christmas will mean something more Maybe this year Love will appear Deeper than ever before And maybe forgiveness Will ask us to call Someone we love Someone we've lost For reasons we can't quite recall this Christmas 
call the doctor Where she lay, she had been reaching for the phone But in my heart, I knew that she had been reaching out for me The one who went away and left her all alone Don't forget to call collect on Did you ever see the faces of the children? They get so excited. 
morning hours before the winter suns ignite. They believe in dreams and all they mean, including that and generosity. Even round the door to see what passes out of me in curiosity. Johnny doesn't know what day it is. Santa, 
couldn't stay in that morose mood for too long it's it's christmas after all what the heck it's the holidays and even though there are probably a number of people around us who are terribly terribly morose and probably many of them not showing it so as i always say if you can't be uh, kind you know at least try to be civil anyways we heard starting off way at the top a song that's become a standard now for sad sad christmas songs nat king cole and the little boy Santa Claus forgot. 
And then a great, great version of Wonderful Christmas Time, the Paul McCartney song, this time done by Tom McRae. And as we as we were talking about on the Bill King show, I personally hate that song, the original, the Paul McCartney version. I'm sorry. Haters line up at the door. I hate that song, truly. I'm noted for that. I'm introduced as that. Oh, this is Brad. He hates the Paul McCartney Wonderful Christmas time song, by the way. So it's lovely to hear it done in sort of a you know morose, depressed uh, version of it. Anyways, after that, we heard the Civil Wars with I Heard the Bells on Christmas Day, one of my favorite songs. Not really a sad song, but kind of a sad tone the way they, they do it. And then a turn, I guess. Um, maybe this Christmas, Ron Sexsmith, one of my favorite Christmas songs. And just the lyrics are so... If you think deeply about them, they're so profound. You know, maybe this is the season, this is the time to uh, to get together with those we have loved but have lost for whatever reason. Probably reasons we've forgotten all about. Maybe just, you know, kind of put it aside just for now. Then we heard Chris Isaacs with Christmas on TV. And I know I, I you know, I'm always on about I don't want to hear Shopper's Drug Mart Christmas music, but I actually heard this in the Rexall the other day. So I'm sorry, Christmas on TV, one of my favorites. So it was quite surprising to hear it in, on, in, in Rexall. And then Asleep at the Wheel with Christmas in Jail, the great Del McCory and his amazing band and Call Collect on Christmas. If that doesn't, you know, sort of jerk your heart, then maybe you got spit for blood. I don't know. The original version, I think, I could be wrong, the original version of Blue Christmas by the great Ernest Tubb. I've been in his record store. I think I bought a t-shirt there. Um, And then we heard The Who from uh, the Tommy opera, rock opera, with Christmas. Bob Dylan, yes, that was Bob Dylan with Must Be Christmas. I am totally surprised. I've seen the video. The video is kind of weird and strange. Because Bob's, you know, it, it just, it's weird. He looks like the guy who ended up being the villain on Twin Peaks. It's just, it's just strange. But I wonder, how did he remember all that stuff? I can't do it. You know, it's kind of a, a fast version of, of uh, you know, the 12 days of Christmas. My goodness. He's an old guy. A really old guy. And then, you know, to sort of brighten everything up, Christmas and having the Monty Python crew and... Uh, how more wonderful is that? Christmas in heaven. This is, of course, CIUT 89.5, the sound of your city. My name is Brad. I'm sitting here in the uh, in the throne, actually. We used to have a Santa, and we got rid of it, but we've got Santa's, uh, Santa's throne here. So I've been sitting in it here by the fire with my feet up and my Macintosh socks on. McGregor socks, sorry. I'm eating a Macintosh apple. And eating Macintosh toffee. A product very hard to find, by the way. So if there's anything you wish to hear, give us a call. 416. I just forgot. 946-7000. I just, all of a sudden, I just I just lost it there for a second. Oh my goodness. I, I wonder if I'm getting old. I hope not. I certainly hope not. This is kind of uh, an interesting approach. I'm not, I'm not going to introduce her to nothing. I'm just, I'm just going to play it. 
Oh, there's a there's a caller now, as they say.
Brandon, what would you like for Christmas? Dad, what I want for Christmas is a new pocket knife and a book on how to tie knots. Okay, son. A bunch of comics and some of those magazines. Magazines? Just like my friend Johnny's got. Wait, what magazines? A slingshot or a 22. No, what I really need is an Uzi huh? with a night scope and a bayonet. Nunchucks, grenades, a bazooka, a flamethrower, and a tank. Now, and now, a bunch son. of stuff I haven't even thought of yet. We'll have to see oh, about that. Mom's getting his stupid new computer. <laughs> she says that violent stuff works my head. Well, she never lets me watch any slasher movies like you do, Dad. Yeah? You know, sometimes I wish she were dead. What's with Mommy? Then again with Dad.
nice. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. I said, Merry, Merry Christmas, baby. Sure did treat me nice. Give me a diamond ring for Christmas. I'm living in Are you sure to treat me nice? I said, Merry, Merry Christmas, baby. Are you sure to treat me nice? Give me a diamond ring for Christmas. I'm Ken Stower, station manager for CIUT-FM. Great news about the Sound of Your City fundraising campaign. Because of your kind financial donations, we now sit at 94% of our goal or needing only $6,000 more to reach our mark by December the 31st. If you have not donated yet, please make a tax-deductible financial donation today by simply going to www.ciut.fm. Your donation will help us hit our goal. From the roots up, CIUT 89.5 FM, Toronto. You can go down to the Sally Inn And have a turkey dinner You can line up at the corner store And pick yourself a winner Now you may not have a lot of friends But they'll stick with you right to the end And march along on Christmas Day in the Christmasville parade, it's Christmas time in Christmasville. Let's take a ride, baby, up on Christmas Hill. They're singing songs, they're drinking wine in Christmasville. It's Christmas time. Oh, the shepherds and the wise men are talking to the cops. The little baby Jesus, he ain't got no place to flop. The angels, they're all shining just like the stars up in the sky. Well, it's quite a celebration down in Christmasville tonight. It's Christmas time. In Christmasville Can't you see the lights They're shining up on Christmas Hill They're singing songs And 
they're drinking wine in Christmasville, cause it's Christmas time. Folks from far and wide Whatever their persuasion Wherever they reside We pray that peace will settle down Like gently falling snow And if one of us is suffering Then all of us should know It's Christmas time In Christmasville Let's take a ride up on Christmas Hill. They're singing songs, mm, they're drinking wine in Christmasville. 'Cause it's Christmas time. Come on, it's Christmas time in Christmasville. Let's take a ride, baby, in the Coupe de Ville. Hey, we're out of gas, but that's just fine. In Christmasville, it's Christmas time. In Christmasville, it's Christmas time. In Christmasville, baby, 'cause it's Christmas time. Oh, wasn't that sweet? That was just so, so sweet. A piece called Christmasville. This is CIUT 89.5 FM, an afternoon at Phil's Inn. As I said, we've closed the inn down because it's just, I don't know, it, Christmas Christmas people who, who use uh, motels, I don't know. So I just decided it better for me, for my mental health, to just shut it down. So I shut it down. I'm just sitting by the fireplace here in, in the throne that uh, the Santa that we used to have um, left and listening to music. We heard a little bit of, 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 I wanted to sort of play some comedy stuff. We heard Father Guido Sarducci and a piece called Santa's Lament. <laughs> and it's just, I love it because, I mean, nobody really thinks of Santa. Nobody ever says, how are you doing, Santa? What would you like for Christmas? And then we heard the great Gracie Fields with Christmas Eve in Toyland. And an ensemble called the Holly Tones, which I think was just a group of studio musicians and writers who just put something together. A piece called Santa is, no, a piece called um, Christmas Two Times a Year. Anyways, it's a, it's a, um, a horribly murky, dreary, 
icky gray day here in most of southern Ontario. But to liven things up, we have a guest. We have Duncan Fremlin right across from me in the studio. How are you doing, Duncan? Good day, Brad. I'm doing well. Thanks. And things are good with you? Yeah, I can't in, complain here. In, it's in As you say, it's a pretty drab day here in... Uh, here in uh, southern Ontario, but you and I are brightening things up, aren't we? I think so. I'm I, I'm all a sparkle now. I don't know about you, but I'm just ooh, Duncan Fremlin. <laughs> Duncan Fremlin, of course, is banjo player, leader, um, um, conspirator of uh, of Whiskey Jack. Uh, and um, you guys have been around for how long? Have you guys been playing together? Uh, this is our forty sixth year. Forty sixth year, and you come out on walkers now, right? Is that I heard that was uh, that true? No, not quite yet. We're still <laughs> vertical for crying out loud. It's pretty good. Okay, well that's a start. That's and you know where you are, right? And how to play. For the most part, it's funny we, uh, when you do it this long. We do get asked uh, about you know the age thing comes up a lot, but I don't see any evidence any evidence of it in the music. Uh, yeah, the yeah. four of us, uh, Douglas. I'm the oldest. Yeah. Douglas John Cameron, my right hand man, is who, the who we heard. Yeah, and, that was it. That song, Christmasville, yes, is his song. So sweet, and that's you playing, of course. Yeah. So he's five years my junior, and then Billy, Billy McGinnis, our fiddle player. He's I don't know, probably fifteen, twenty years my my junior, and then bass player uh, James McElhenney. He's probably if he'd be forty forty years my my junior. Wow. So we wow. got the at least one of us is going to be standing up at the end of the show. Well, that's 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 good. You know, somebody somebody said once that the Tommy Makem uh, was in the group, so he so somebody could get the Clancy Brothers home. So I, is that what you mean? <laughs> We're not quite there yet, Brad. Although I don't drive as much as I used to, I will say that. That's probably smart. That's probably smart. And you're still touring with yeah. with this is sort of an offshoot of Whiskey Jack. No, no, it's, it's Whiskey not? Jack. Yeah, okay. Whiskey Jack has been a a, a variety of things. The only way we've been able to survive. 46 years is to we keep redefining ourselves i i made a list two or three years ago and i put it on fa uh, on our youtube channel actually of the alumni that have come through the whiskey jack uh, uh door and the list is well first of all it's the elite of the canadian music scene that has been yeah, at yeah. part of this band at one point in time or another it's not that I can't keep friends or anything, Brad. I'm not that. I my, my I don't have bad breath that bad, and I don't. You know, I think I, I think I'm a pretty easy guy to get along with. It's just that uh, we do redefine ourselves depending on what the circumstance. Like we came out of COVID, COVID. Mm -hmm. We went into COVID with a five, six, seven-piece band. Well, we weren't coming out of COVID with a seven-piece band. There's no way in hell I could finance. You know, there wasn't enough money in the live music scene to justify that. So exactly. we are a lean machine as we began. We began as a four-piece band 46 years ago, and we are now once again a four-piece band. And I think, for me, it's it's maybe the best of the of the lot. It's as Douglas said the other day. We really feel like a band. This when there's four of you, yeah. there's a lot yeah. of room for everybody to play and to yeah. sing, and so all of a sudden we're a pretty tight group. Well, in the in the uh, uh, spirit of transparency, <laughs> as an old fart myself, I will admit to being uh, an old fart. Um, I find that I find that things are become secular. Um, you know that 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 things return and they return stronger. And deeper, maybe not as flexible, and maybe not as as adept, 
but deeper, I think. You know, have, have, have you heard the Paul Simon's uh, Seventh Psalms recording? Not yet, although I heard him interviewed. I must get to that. I it's, must it's, hear that. It's incredible. It's, it's truly, it's about aging, it's about death, it's about God. Very it's thoughtful about, guy. Yeah, yeah, just wonderful, wonderful. So, um, Christmas time. I was going to ask, I was going to think, you know, what are the big questions of the day? And I thought maybe I should ask him about, you know, Gaza and Israel or maybe about the Not Ukraine. Not touching or, that one, Brad. Or uh, climate control or... Not interested. Or, no? Okay. What about the really, really, really pressing question? Where do you stand on Christmas music? Oh, no, I'm big for it. I, I don't have to work at Rexall, though. I'm not the guy that has to listen <laughs> to it for 30 days. I know. Uh, but, uh, and I don't turn into CHFI at all because they play, uh, they used to, I don't know if they still do, they used to play Christmas music uh, for the whole entire month of December. I, I, yeah, they still, well, do they some still? station does. I, I'm not, I don't keep track of that yeah. stuff anymore, but some station does because my daughter has it on in the car. So. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I, I keep, I'm, uh, keep thinking about duck and roll. Just <laughs> just open the door and duck and roll and get out of here. It gives me the willies, you know, because because I, I'm so offended because there is so much great, great, great Christmas music that nobody plays in these things. And and Rexall and Shoppers Drug Mart and all you know, all those all the you know retail places that play this, you know, taped Christmas music, you don't even hear the word Jesus anywhere, you know, or anything connected with that. Um, and to me, that's just like weak need or something. So anyway, I, I, I go on a big high soapbox about this stuff. And as often, I get quite dizzy. And I'm kind of dizzy now. <sighs> well, it was 20 years ago this month, maybe even 20 years ago this week, pretty close to it, Could that be. you walked into my house. I had a toy drive in my house. You and Louise came. Yep. And as you were leaving, you handed me a CD that you had just created, yeah. a set list. Yeah. And I had no idea what it was. It wasn't, nothing was written on it. It was just a blank CD. So we were leaving the next day on vacation. So we got on the plane and I put my Walkman on and threw this thing in. And I got to tell you, Brad, I've been listening to that CD every year, many, many times, um, every year since then. And the fun part is that I would say for many years, the majority of the songs, I didn't know. I didn't know who sang them. I didn't know where they came from. I researched a little bit. Then I called you and you said, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, so, But over the years, I've, I'm, I'm kind of up to, I think I have maybe three quarters of them identified by, by now. Yeah. And even then, I only have partial identification. I don't even have... Well, the, there's 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 one you showed me, and I I I played it as I said I've done a couple of fill-ins the last couple of weeks, and I played it the other night yeah. in one of the fill-ins, and uh, I have no idea who it is. It sounds, it's Jane Sibbery doing "In the Bleak Midwinter" on one level. It's a ten-minute piece, and it's it's multi-layered, and there's Jane Sibbery singing that from "Count Your Blessings." I think that wonderful Christmas release that her and a whole bunch of other Canadian singers put out. Um, and I, David Niven from Bishop's Wife is in it, and, okay. and I think the King is in it, and 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 Princess Elizabeth at the end, and um, David Niven again. Oh yeah, and and that and those bells and that kind of beat that goes on. Yeah, I wish I had it with me because it's it's one of my favorites. It's one of my absolute favorites. I have no idea where I found it. I tripped over it somewhere, and just fell in love with it. 
So, yeah, I have no idea. I have no yeah. idea. So when you were a kid, let's talk a little bit. And I know, you know, let's hear some music. But um, when you were a kid, what were your, did did you, were you excited by Christmas music? Well, I was, this, I was born in 49, so okay, the 50s, yeah. the 50s were a, uh, a pretty narrow uh, decade for Christmas music. You had one station. This is in the far reaches of Northern Ontario. So okay. we where, had one station. Where exactly? About 20 miles outside the Sioux. Oh, okay. Yeah. So right, right. We, we had one station and probably 30 or 40 songs. No TV. We didn't get TV until the late 50s. So I wasn't able to see the the Dean Martin Christmas special or the uh, Frank Sinatra's Christmas special. But those were the... You know, Johnny Mathis, those kinds of songs. And then at church, of course, we sang in church every Christmas, and I was being the boy soprano. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, very, it's all nostalgia, uh, Brad. A very powerful time of year. I, a song can come on, and I'm sure it's the same for many of your listeners. A song can come on, and all of a sudden you're transported back to a particular place, a exactly. particular smell, yeah. someone in the room with you, exactly. a, an emotion. In some cases, uh, you know, goosebumps. I can even yeah. be brought to yeah. tears if the song yeah. is right. Exactly, exactly. That's why I love it because it's it's something that that um, that culturally we carry from generation to generation, mm -hmm. right? And we grow up in it, like we grow up in Christmas. Yes. And 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 when you're a child, it has all that majesty, and and then you know when I know there was a part of my life where I just hated it, just hated Christmas. Are you kidding? Give me a break. And then I came back to the idea of I read a, um, I read this Jungian interpretation of Christmas once that just blew my mind and, and made me think that everything is a metaphor. It's all metaphors for something else, right? It's not, you know, it doesn't matter if there's an actual birth and three magi. It doesn't matter. It's the metaphor of that that's important. That's where, you know, the thing is. And it's and it's not limited to just Christianity, right? How many religions and cultures celebrate something at this time of year? Yes, there, the, uh, there's a lot of overlap, and the, the metaphors uh, have a, a big, re they have a long reach. They, the, you know, the virgin birth isn't just a Christian idea. It's, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. It's in other cultures, other religions as well. So, yeah. yes, uh, uh, there's nothing original about any particular religion there. No, no We no. all come to it for our own reason, and... Uh, that's right. And good for that, you know, good for them. That's right. Like, it took me a while to sort of open myself up to Christmas. Um, um, in fact, I, I read a book called Unplug the Christmas Machine. And it was all about how we spend so much money, time, energy, and stress getting stuff for people who have a lot of stuff. Or as I heard somebody say the other day, spend money we don't have on people we don't really like. Um, and that frenzy of that. And so that, that just sort of changed my approach on Christmas completely, completely. Or as Tom, Stomp and Tom used to say, we spend a lot of money saving, no, we spend a, we spend a lot of money saving money we don't have. Exactly, exactly, yeah. exactly. And you, you want to, you believe in Christmas miracles? No, not particularly. Not really? I think that sometimes there are Christmas miracles. This is a Christmas miracle. Duncan, listen well, to I was born on the 27th, so I'd be a Christmas miracle. Oh, there you, you go. think, Brad? Yeah. Do you hear that? That's a Christmas miracle. 
This is the tune you were talking about. I found it. I found it. Hello, kiddies. Why are you singing in the cold? So we have no idea who this is, but just sit back and enjoy it. We're sitting by the fire. We're having fun here.
So, like I say, a mystery song. I, I, I know that parts of it, parts of it are, are Jane Sivery and Rebecca Jenkins and um, Margaret, Mary Margaret O'Hara and uh, Victoria Williams um, and Holly Cole performing a wonderful set of music at the CBC Radio Studio that they released as a great CD called Count Your Blessings. But... I don't know who mixed that together. But I hear I do, I hear David Niven in there. Duncan, do you hear David Niven? No, that, I don't. No, that, that that guy talking to the kiddies. Hey, little boys and girls. Oh, it could be. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't know. But do it's, you do you know the bishop's wife? It's magic. No, I don't know. Uh, Loretta Young and uh, Cary Grant. Oh, I probably again. Yeah, I, yes. my, and David Niven's a, a a bishop, an Anglican bishop who wants to build a church, and and Cary Grant shows up as a Christmas angel. Well. Wow. Right, <laughs> so, Cary Grant, the uh, the acid head. Well, yeah, well, but the come on, it was therapeutically. I know, it was therapeutically. I'm not judging him. Yeah. Okay, I oh, think you're just observing. Yeah. No, I approve. Yeah, me too. Me too. Actually, I I could be microdosing now. You never know. Um. Anyway, <laughs> so when you were a kid, because Christmas is so damn important when we're children, right? Yes. I mean, it's it's very important. And and again, there's I know there's other, like you always have to preface everything. I know there's other cultures. I know there's other ways of celebrating this season. I know of all of that. But my experience and Duncan's experience, our shared lived experience is a childhood where Christmas was uh, magic. It was just so important. Um, so what's, what songs, because we heard Christmas carols all the time. What song... Or well, songs did you know did make little Duncan kind of <laughs> shiver? <laughs> well, d- there were a lot of church songs because uh, I sang in church uh, yeah. leading up to Christmas in choirs and solo and whatnot. So there were there was a lot of a lot of those you know come all ye faithful. So I still yeah. I still yes, love those. In fact, uh, tomorrow night I'm going to the Presbyterian Church down by. Roy Thompson Hall for the uh, oh, candlelight nice. service, yes. and uh, Andrews. I Andrews. get chills d- during those. Uh, no kidding. Um, and I, I just hope that I, when I get there, I hope that uh, that there's not. Uh, three or four years ago, we went to the service, and my uh, one of my really good friends had died like a day or two before, Yikes. and I could barely get through the service. It was so powerful. No uh, you, you know, uh, Little Drummer Boy became a hit. Um, I must have been five or six, maybe fifty-five, fifty-six, somewhere in there. Yeah. And that was the first time any any of us had heard it, and it just dominated the the airwaves for two or three years before they found something else. But that that was one that just sort of stuck with me. I don't hate it. 
I know there's it's been played to to death and David Bowie and Bing yeah, had their yeah, little fling with yeah, it, <laughs> yeah. but but it, you know it, again it it just told a great story and uh, I was quite taken by it. Yeah, yeah, like like hey David, where did you spend Christmas? I went to Bing Crosby's house. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. We, 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 <laughs> it was bad. It was, yeah, I, I went to Ben Crosby's house and 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 ate his children's resentment for dinner. <laughs> I swear, I just find the story of Ben Crosby so uh, um, uh, illuminating about America. Right. Yeah. I mean, here's this guy Ben Crosby, the nicest guy in the world, and he had two sets of sons, and he beat the crap out of both of them. Like, he was not a, a nice man at home. Uh, right. Oh well, doesn't matter. So, yeah. little drummer boy, what what was it in that that did it for you? Well, it's a, it's always the music for yeah. me. I don't yeah. even listen to lyrics for the most part. Yeah, but you know, I love the I love the arrangement. I love the rhythm of it. So yeah, yeah. kind of hypnotic, I think. Yeah, yeah, in the background. I know, I know. Were there any songs that you identified with? Like, oh, let's not get too deep here. This is, I don't. I was a kid. Uh, I couldn't identify with anything. Oh, yeah, I well, think the, you're you're no, going for the, uh, the you know the Santa kissing mama and on the no, that kind oh, of thing. No, or? no, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 What sort of incestual things? Yeah, you had no, buried no. deep in your head, <laughs> Duncan Fremlin. No, let's, no. Uh, let's draw these out in the Yule time. <laughs> Here, right here on CIUTFM. That's right. That's live and fills in. Spill your beans right here on yes. Brad's show. Fills yeah, in. Yeah. No, no. Okay, so, so so let me give you an example. When I was a kid, I loved Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. I loved that song because I felt like Rudolph did. You know, like he was the he was the reindeer everybody made fun of. And I was like, as I told you in the break, I was a, you know, I was a, you know, fat kid with glasses who, who read poetry. Just tattoo kicked me. On my forehead, right. um, so I identify with Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer deeply, very deeply, and and now actually as an adult, I identify with Oh Holy Night, beautiful song. There's that there's that lyric, a thrill of hope, a weary world rejoices, mm -hmm. and I just that just gives me shivers every time. Gene Autry sang Rudolph, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Is that his? Yes, probably still making royalties on it as massive hit. Oh, yeah. But it was just that that idea of. of of you know the kid that you know the ugly duckling story. It's you know it's a trope that we've heard over and over and over and again at uh, and but at Christmas. So you you spent a lot of time time with Stomp and Tom. I did. Um, I never uh, spent a Christmas with. No, him. I was just going to ask. But uh, my friend uh, Gate Lapine, who was Tom's, he was the bartender in Timmins in '64 when when Tom walked in the door and and Gate was the. Uh, the guy who lent him a nickel and got him a gig and basically helped him get his career underway. This was 64 into 65. And so I, Gates a good friend of mine today, and we talk often. And he sent me some pictures the other day of of the Connors Christmas table. And so he spent many Christmases at the house. And, and, and if you can picture Tom at the Christmas table, with a hat on, <laughs> uh, either a small cowboy hat, which he wore at home, yes. or a baseball cap. But there was always a hat. Okay. He always yeah. wore a hat. And so. a piece of plywood. Even, even at Christmas dinner, there was the hat. <laughs> I love that because I'm a hat guy myself. Yeah, me too. Me too. 
Wow, wow. Do you, did he ever, he ever talk about Christmas songs? Did you ever hear him sing a Christmas song? No, he does have a Christmas album. Which he does? I, okay. I, I, well, I, I listened know. to I it a long time ago. I should have, before I came here, I should have checked it out again. But no, he was, I have no idea what, he knew a lot about religions, but I don't know if he was a religious yeah, guy. Yeah. He knew a lot about politics, but I don't know if he was left or right. You know, he yeah, was just a yeah. philosopher more than anything. Yeah, yeah, a Buddha, Canadian Buddha. Well, I wouldn't go that far, Brad. No, okay. Uh, no, okay. I wouldn't quite go that no. far. Well, I'm bambastic. I like being bambastic, especially yeah. in the Yuletide. Uh. Uh, anyways. Okay, well, let's thank you for coming down. This was great. Let's talk a little bit about plans for the, what is it, Songs and Stories of Song No, Whiskey Jack presents. So Whiskey Jack is Stories and Songs of Stomp and Tom. It's okay. just one of the things we do throughout okay. the year. And we are playing, uh, we're not playing that particular show but I found out yesterday that we, Whiskey Jack, will be playing the Cameron House for the very first time. Now, I've played the Cameron many times as a banjo player with other acts, but I've never brought, the, a band has never played uh, the Cameron. So this is kind of a big deal for us as we're uh, sort of nearing the end of our career to actually go to one of the legendary rooms in the city and and present them with our, our stuff. I have a hotshot fiddle player from... Uh, PEI Billy McGinnis that I'm dying to show off, and I think the uh, the Cameron House crowd are gonna go crazy well, for this any, guy. Any any sort of even if it's country tinged band, right, or bluegrass tinged band, mm-hmm. you are playing uh, with the spirits of uh, of um, I just I just El Journey. No, no, no. I just lost it. I King Ganem. It'll come to me probably about three o'clock tonight. I'll phone you at home. Sure, you and, do and that. Let you yeah. know. Um, geez, handsome Ned. Oh, okay. Duh. Okay. Yeah, what a jerk I am. Yeah, handsome Ned. I mean, he he lived there. He died there. He he. I mean, he he made that room. He really did. Um, so it's something today. I was there this week watching that. Wow. And, uh, wow. So it's it's oh something. no it's still it's still a thing. Well, when it's you think about thing. what's left of, of of live music venues in the city of That's true. well, not just Toronto, I Everywhere. think it's probably worldwide right now. But Everywhere. when you think that this place in that little strip, you got the Rex and you got the Cameron, and in one night you can get put some pretty amazing entertainment just by walking from one to the other and back again. It's there. I don't know of any other uh, city in the in the country that has. Quite a strip, quite that hot. That's true. That's true. Well, we think, and, and Toronto's been known for having strips that hot. That's, yes, you know that's what it's all about. Thank you, Duncan Fremlin. My pleasure, Brad. Good uh, Merry Christmas to you, pal. What What are those dates again at the Cameron House? Well, we don't know. If, I, I'm aiming for early April, but we haven't nailed it down yet. But uh, if if the if the audience wants to check out uh, whiskeyjackmusic.com, they can get all the information there. Whiskeyjackmusic.com. Yeah, you guys are great. You, you really are. You really are. Um, so why don't we? close this little Duncan Fremlin yeah. segment uh, with a piece that you wanted to hear, a Christmas thing that you wanted to hear. What is it? Set this up for us. This is, Which one is this? this uh, the Annie Lennox. Annie Lennox. Has. This is just a powerful, wicked voice, a wicked arrangement. Yeah. Listen to this. To knock you out. Okay. Thank you, Duncan. Turn it up. To 11.
in a window in a house on a hill with a treetop angel sitting perfectly still she's watching the shoppers walk through the snow with her arms full of treasure and her heart all At the lights on the tree As if Christmas was invented Just for you and for me When the angel on the treetop Requested a song We sang silent night All day There's a family that's gathering in some living room Dinner on the table that's been cooking since noon The stockings on the mantel are hanging with care While everybody is saying With the lights on the tree As if Christmas was invented Just for you and for me And when the angel on the treetop Requested a song We sang silent night All day long Memories of childhood still lingering there How pretty the paper, the lights and the snow How precious those memories of long, long ago We held hands and stared at the lights on the tree As if Christmas was invented just for you and for me And when the angel on the treetop requested a song We sang silent What a lovely afternoon. Christmas here at Phil's Inn with our friend Duncan Fremlin, uh, guitar wizard. Illustrious member of Whiskey Jack. A really great uh, sort of country, bluegrass, a little bit of everything. It's just a really a nice uh, way to spend an evening. And if they show up at the Cameron House, that'll be really cool. So it's uh, CIUT 89.9 FM. Brad sitting here in the seat that Santa left when he... Uh, well, actually, he had to skip town is the whole story, but he couldn't take the 
thrown with him. And and the the kiddies were quite disappointed that he wasn't here this year. But it's a year of disappointment on many levels and in many places. It's uh, it's a time of uh, blood and death. And we uh, we have a hard time, at least I do, um, forgetting that. You know, it creeps in every now and then in the midst of all this celebration. Some of it forced, some of it encouraged, some of it wanted, some of it needed. But celebration nonetheless. And as we said earlier, so many cultures celebrate this season, this darkest time of the year. It's, it's elemental. It goes way, way, way back. There has to be some sort of acknowledgement of the darkest time of the year and the light that is possible. Anyways, if you want a playlist, give me a, give me a, a, a letter. Fills in all one word at ciut.fm. Um, as we always say, thanks for tuning in. And if you can't be kind, well, you know, at least try to be civil. Have a good Christmas. Have a good holiday. Have a good whatever way you celebrate this this season. I hope it's the fullness is given to you and your family. And remember, don't drive and drink. Not a smart thing.
I'm Ken Stein.